Um, we are presently in a teaching series that I started a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the title of the series is a little unusual, but it's a statement. And it says, Lord, I love you, but there's people that I can't stand. <laughs> Lord, I love you. But there's people that I can't stand. I said to you a couple of weeks ago that I have four objectives in this series. Uh, my first objective is to discover people principles in the word of God. Uh, my second objective is to develop um, divine people skills. I want us to develop divine people skills. Uh, number three, we want to glorify God in our relationships. And number four, we want to preserve the potency of our faith. Now, last week we dealt with a divine people skill, and that was righteous judgment. Uh, if you weren't with us, I encourage you to go back and listen to the message on righteous judgment. Tonight, we're going to talk about another divine people skill, and that is sensitivity. Sensitivity. Um, look at Romans chapter 12 for me and verse number 15. Romans chapter 12. And verse number 15, listen to what it says. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. So, so pastor, what does it mean to be people sensitive? Now, let me first tell you what I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about being sensitive uh, from a negative standpoint. In other words, we're not talking about being easily offended, easily hurt, or being touchy. So I want to make sure that I remove that definition from your thinking. But we're talking about being sensitive from a positive standpoint. Let me give you this definition. To be sensitive is to be aware of the needs and the feelings of others. Oh, we're going to we're going to get help here tonight. To be sensitive is to be aware of the needs and the feelings of others. Now, our scripture says that we are to rejoice with them that rejoice and we are to weep with them that weep. Both instructions imply that we must recognize where other people are. So we've got to be sensitive to the needs of other people. One of the major reasons that Jesus was so successful with people was the fact that he was entombed to people's feelings, he was in tune to their needs, and he was in tune to their hurts. Jesus was people sensitive, and we must be people sensitive. Let me show you this. Uh, in Mark chapter 10, uh, Mark chapter 10, verses 13 through 16, listen to what it says here. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. In this scripture, we have the disciples here. And the disciples were insensitive. They were insensitive. They missed it because they were unaware of how important these children were to Jesus. They were unaware of the needs these children, the, 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 the need they had for spiritual encouragement 
But in this scripture, you also see how sensitive Jesus was to the needs of others. Now, let me make this statement. It's possible to be very religious and yet be insensitive. These disciples were religious. They had that part down. They, they had the religious thing down. But here in the scripture, they were insensitive. I'll, I'll say this to you. It's possible to be very religious and be very active in ministry, yet be insensitive. I can break it down a little further. It's possible to be very active in ministry, but lose sight on what and who ministry is all about. Ministry is about people. And we can get so caught up in our service and we can get so caught up in religion that we lose sight on people. We can get so caught up in our rules and our regulations and our religious um, obligations that we lose sight on people. I'll give you a classic example. Uh, go to Luke chapter 13. Luke chapter 13. Y'all come on in here with me now because I'm not going to be too long. Luke chapter 13, verses 10 through 17. Got your Bibles? Listen to this. And, and he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman uh, which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed over, uh, I mean, bowed together and could not and could in no wise lift her, lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the rulers of the synagogue answered with indignation because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath and said unto the people, There are six days in which men are to work. In them, therefore, come and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. Then the Lord then answered him and said, thou hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? And ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan had bound, lo, these 18 years be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day? And when he had said these things, all of his adversaries were ashamed. And all the people rejoice for all the glorious things that were done by him. <laughs> this woman was bound and she was bowed over. Couldn't lift herself up for 18 years. Text says when Jesus saw her. Now, everybody, you had all these people in church and there was only one person that was sensitive to her needs. And that was Jesus. He called her over to himself. Bible says he laid hands on her. Immediately she was healed and she glorified God. But in that 14th verse, it says that one of the rulers of the synagogue, a church leader, <laughs> he got mad because Jesus healed this woman on the Sabbath day. Now, all this is happening in the church service after this woman was healed. <laughs> Listen to what this man says in the church service. <laughs> He said, because the Bible said he said it, he, he was he was angry. He said this with indignation. He says, there are six days in which you are to work. So come in here. Uh, there are six days in which men are to work. So come here on one of those days to be healed. But don't come in here on the Sabbath day with that stuff. <laughs> and 
then Jesus says, in this church service, Jesus says, you hypocrite. Boy, they, they had it going on in this church service. He says, you hypocrite. You will loose your, your oxen. You will loose your donkey from the stall on the Sabbath day and lead them to water. And he says, are not this woman, being the daughter of Abraham, be loosed on the Sabbath day? He says, the same way you loose your ox and your donkey that's tied to a stall, you untie them for no other reason than that you are sensitive to their needs for water. Shouldn't you be sensitive, even on the Sabbath day, of this woman's need to be loosed? Again, we can get so caught up in service. We can get so caught up in religion that we lose sight on what it's all about. Church is about people. And we got to be people sensitive. I said church is about people. And we have to be people sensitive. Now, let me say this to you so I can balance things out. There are two kinds of people that are people sensitive and you got to figure out where you are. There are two types of people that are people sensitive. You have to figure out where you are. There are the users of people. And then there's the lover of people, lovers of people. There's users and then there's lovers. So you're either a user or you're a lover. Now, who are the users, Pastor? The users are the people that manipulate others. They are controllers or they are, can I just put it out there like it is? They're con artists. <laughs> they're, they're very attentive to what moves people. They study people. They study the facial expressions. They study the voice, voices of people. They study people, but they study people for their own personal benefit. They use this. But then you have the lovers. These are people that are governed by the love of God. And they watch people. They're attentive but they do it so they can they can be a blessing to people. So the question is, are you a user or are you a lover of people? Now, I want to give you a couple of keys to becoming people sensitive, and I'm not going to be much longer. Number one, we must recognize that God's number one priority is people. God's number one priority. That's why you got to be careful how you handle people. God's number one priority is people. John 3, 16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You can change that to say, for God so loved people. Listen to this. God loves people. And if you're going to hang out with God, if you're going to be close to God, you've got to be people conscious. Now, the word Christian means Christ-like. And if we're going to move beyond religion and really get into Christianity, we're going to have to fall in love with people. I want you to do this for me. I want you to put it on the screen. I love people. Come on, everybody do it. I love people. And I want you to listen. Listen, if you've been struggling with this, I want you to really pray and ask God to help you to see people through the eyes of Jesus. Number two, second key to being more people sensitive. Be to others what you would have them be to you. <laughs> be to others what you would have them be to you. One of the greatest lessons that, that must be learned is everything can't be about you. 
Everything can be. There are some things that you should do for other people with no need to receive anything back from them. See, but that's that's the problem with a lot of us. Most of us can't do anything for other folk because we're selfish. You cannot be on God's team and be selfish. You can't say that you're people sensitive and you're selfish. It cannot be about you all the time. And when you when you when you do for others, you ought to do it for no other reason than the fact that you love people. See, because if you if 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 you do if you are doing some things for others so you can receive something back from others, then that's just a business deal. I said this a couple of weeks ago. A lot of times we we don't have problems doing stuff for people that can do stuff back for us. But we we struggle in the area of helping people when we know we can't receive anything back from those people. When Jesus says, uh, I said this in a couple of weeks ago, the least what you uh, said, what you've done to the least of these, my little ones, you've done it also unto me. So we have a problem with the least. Uh, people that we consider to be the least because we don't think we can get anything back from, from them. But, gee, but God says, if you do something for them, you've done it for me. So don't worry about trying to get it back from them. <laughs> be to others what you would want them to be to you. Number three, you must make a conscious decision to live. Listen to this. You must make a conscious decision to live outside of your own world of hurts, needs, and desires. You must make a conscious decision to live outside of your own world of hurts, needs, and desires. Listen, we all have hurts. We all have needs. We all have desires. But if we're going to be people sensitive, we've got to live outside of our own world. Um, let, let me show you this. Go to John chapter 19. I'm, uh, I'm not going to be much longer. John chapter 19, because I really want us to just ponder this. Um, look at verses 25 through 27. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleophas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved, he said unto his mother, woman, behold, thy son. Then said he to the disciples, behold, thy mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her into his own home. I want you to picture this. Jesus hanging on the cross, hanging on the cross, nails in his hands, nails in his feet. He's bleeding. He's in awful pain, but he looks down at the foot of the cross and he sees his mother. And his concern is not his own pain, but his concern is his mother. So he looked outside of his own hurt. He looked outside of his own pain to meet the needs of his mother. Listen to me. You cannot be people sensitive when you're always thinking about yourself. 
All you want to talk about is your needs. All you want to talk about is your pain. All you want to talk about is your this and your that. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you what I've learned. And people always question, oh, why you do this for people? And why you are always so nice to people? Let me tell you what I've learned. When you focus on someone else's need, God will have someone to focus on yours. <laughs> I'm telling you what I know. When you focus on someone else's need, God will have someone to focus on yours. We have got to be sensitive to the needs of people. It's vital. It's important. Again, we are in the people business. So we can't say, Lord, I love you, but there's people I can't stand. Because it's all about people. Again, God so loved people that he gave his only begotten son. I want to encourage you to pray about this. Some of us have become numb to people and the needs of people and the hurts of people. Lord, I, I, I really want you to pray. Lord, make me more sensitive to people. Let's pray. Lord, I love you and I honor you and I thank you today. Thank you for your word. Again, we're not just hearers, but we are doers of your word. We take this word tonight and we apply it to our lives. God, I thank you tonight. Uh, there's been some conviction here tonight. Some of us have seen ourselves. The word is a mirror and it allows us to see ourselves. And God, some of us have looked in the mirror of the word tonight and we didn't like what we saw. Thank you tonight for change. We're going we're, we're, we're gonna to see change for the better in our lives, God. And we realize, God, when we obey your word, as your word has told us to be a blessing to people, God, we know that you will make sure that our needs and our desires are met. As we, make, we meet the needs and we meet the desires of other folk, God, you will make sure that our desires and our needs are met. God, help us to love like Jesus. Help us, God, tonight to be more focused on being more like Jesus. God, we're guilty of watching the world and sometimes acting like the world and responding like the world. But God, we're in this world, we're not of it. And help us tonight to be more like Jesus. Touch you, touch you, touch every person that's watching. I pray for every person that's watching tonight. I claim everybody for your kingdom. I pray for every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. Touch them tonight and I claim them for your kingdom. If there are any that are unsaved, that never accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior, I pray now that tonight change would come to them and they will accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. I pray now for those that have been at a distance from you, I pray that they will come back to you tonight. And then I pray for those that you've already spoken to and you said to them that this is their set place. This is a place that they are to be planted, they're gonna grow, and their lives are gonna be fruitful. I pray now that they would be obedient to your will for their lives. 
In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray tonight. Amen. And thank God. Thank God. Come on. I want you to, one more time, you can say it verbally where you are. You can put it on the screen. I love people. <laughs> I really love, I really love people. Uh, if you're around me, you're going to find out. Uh, it's going to be very evident and obvious that I love people. Um, let me extend this invitation to you. If you're watching me right now, you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. The Bible says that if you can believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that God has raised him from the dead, you can be saved and you can be saved tonight. So if you're watching me right now and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, tonight can be a change in your, you can see a change in your life. You could have, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you could have began in this service on your way to hell. But you can end it tonight uh, on your way to heaven. <laughs> Isn't, that good? Isn't that good news? If you want to make Jesus Lord of your life, I want you to pray this simple prayer with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I am a sinner and I ask you for forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died for my sins. I believe that he was buried. And I believe that he rose from the dead. Right now, I turn from my sins and I invite you to come into my heart and come into my life. I trust you and I will follow you as my Lord and my Savior. If you have really believed in your heart and you have uh, confessed with your mouth as, uh, and made Jesus Lord of your life, I want to welcome you to the kingdom of God. I want, I am so excited about your future. Tonight, there's some information right there on the screen. I want you to follow those directions. I'm gonna have a minister to reach out to you and uh, give you all the information you need and pray with you. But I wanna, I really wanna welcome you to the kingdom of God. You may be saying, well, pastor, at some point in my life, I gave my life to the Lord, but I'm not where I should be as it relates to my walk with God. I need to recommit my life to the Lord. If that's you, you can follow those same directions and we're going to have somebody to reach out to you. If you want to be a part of the Destiny Christian Center family, we would absolutely love to have you to be a part of our family. And if that's you, same instructions, you can follow those directions right there. And we're going to have somebody to contact you and uh, welcome you to the DCC family. God bless you tonight. Let's prepare to worship and giving. We are a ministry that believes the word of God. We practice God's word and we are blessed. We're blessed because of our obedience to the word of God. We are blessed both corporately and we're blessed individually. Listen, I wanna encourage you to be a true tither and giver because the word says so. So let's all prepare. I'm believing God to have 100% participation in tithing and in offering in this ministry. All of us should be tithers. All of us should be givers. Uh, let me tell you something. You cannot be God giving. Uh, and let me tell you, the Bible says that we ought to bring the tithe and offering into the storehouse. And God says, prove me. See, will I not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive it? God says, I will curse the devourer for your sake. I encourage you tonight to be a true committed tither and a seed sower. That offering is a seed that you sow. Information is right there on the screen. You can text to give or you can give online. But let's all tonight be cheerful givers. Come on, everybody. 
everybody, let's be cheerful givers on tonight. Praise the Lord. I'll give you some time to do that. And then we are going to make our confession. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Will you confess with me? I'm a true tither and giver, and I am blessed because of it. The windows of heaven are open for me, and the blessings of God are poured out upon my life. Say this, I have huge money right now. It's pressed down, it's shaken together, and it's running over. We do not confess this to hoard over money, but we're believing God to bless us so much that we can be a blessing to the kingdom and we can be a blessing to people. Yeah, we can be a blessing and sensitive to people. Confess this, I am out of debt. All of my needs are met with a surplus. Can we confess over the dome? Debt-free, we're believing God for a debt-free destiny dome that will seat over 3,000 people and be filled with over 3,000 people. Say this with me, debt-free destiny dome, seating over 3,000 people, filled with over 3,000 people. Now by faith, I want you to say, it's up. Hallelujah to God. I encourage you. I encourage you to sow towards the dome. I'm way ahead of myself. I encourage you to sow towards the dome uh, on tonight. Let's do that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Praise the Lord. This has been an amazing, amazing, amazing night. I um, an amazing night. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I guess I'm a little tired tonight. But I love y'all so much. Don't forget to be here Sunday morning for our Sunday morning worship service communion this Sunday at uh, 8 a.m. right here on our YouTube channel and our uh, Facebook page. I love y'all. I'm going to bed. I love y'all. Y'all have a good night. God bless. <laughs>